about the Messi thing? Anything else on the Messi front, Chris, before we move on? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm falling out. I told you, I never want to bring this guy's name up again. I don't know, man. This Messi thing is just a freaking mess. What a disaster. I don't want to hear this name ever again until it's official. But they got me back. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Chris, down to back. Back to the losing race. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode number 99 of the Battle Heroes podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada, and alongside me, as always, Mr. KBD. How are you doing, sir? You're on mute, sir. Well, as I was messing with my mic, try to check your mic out because it sounds like you're a little far from the microphone. But I just want to ask all the viewers a question here. Now that you guys finished watching this game, are you guys ready to be over with this uh, Avila's experiment? Like, are you guys done? You guys are done? We're happy? He got some playing time? We're done, right? Like, everything is good to go with Avila's. Uh, I don't. I don't. Much better. I mean, he didn't have. A, he didn't have a, a great game, but um, I wouldn't say that yeah, I'm done with the him. worst game ever. No, no. I mean, this game wasn't. Yeah, it, it ended up being pretty bad. And give me a second because I have Tommy that texted me that he wants an invite to the show. So uh, let me send this piece of crap an invite. Um, but nice. I, I, okay. I wouldn't say that it is as bad as you're saying. The game overall, I know it ended up 5-2. But and I know we're going to get into it, but let's be real. That that first phantom goal where the ball didn't cross the whole line, that was the game changer right there. I mean, and I don't want to make excuses because yeah. he didn't play like a great game necessarily, but after that, the wheels just fell off. I'm I'm not ready to get on this Kamal low Oh, you're, you're absolutely wrong, Mr. Krabs. At least in my humble opinion, I'm not ready to hate on, on Kamal Miller. I think that he played a pretty Kamal good game Miller other than that has, last goal. Has, has played amazing over the last couple of weeks. He's been our best Yeah, I mean, I'm down. not. Uh, so is that what we're doing, Mr. Krabs? We're, we're just, we're just, that's it. One bad play and, and we're ready to ship him out to like Bundesliga 3. Well, to, to be exists. fair, to be fair to Mr. Krabs, this was definitely not a good game for Kamal because he had a few like weird giveaways, right? That that almost led to chances outside of just that own goal. So that was weird. Um, and while we wait to see if Tommy actually jumps on with us, I um, I I did not see this game going this badly as far as uh, the final result five two. Like yeah. th th this, this really caught me off guard because I, I think that this team is. Much better than a 5-2 result against Atlanta. Oh, uh, oh most, most definitely. And um, I don't, do you want to start at the beginning, right, with the starting lineup while, while, we, uh, while we kind of filter through the comments? Because I know everybody's kind of – I mean, let, let's be real. We what was the last time we lost the game? July 15th. July 15th was the last time we lost the game against St. Louis. And since then, we haven't tasted – defeat right we've we've drawn a couple of times and the least couple we would draw but then winning pks so yeah. this is something that what today is september 16th so two months and a day is since the last time we lost the game you know yes it's not too bad and then uh somebody saying that my 3-1 prediction was way off yeah i guess technically it was i mean i felt really good about it because if you really think about it they scored three goals 
Uh, the 3-1 prediction was when I thought Messi would actually play 30 minutes because everybody had kind of convinced me, like, nah, he'll play, he'll play. I was like, okay, maybe he will yeah. play. 3-1. Then when I found out he wasn't going to play, I was like, all right, I think we can get out of here with at least a draw. And I really did think that. And the way the game started, I thought we played very well. But like I said, the wheels kind of fell off. They got that phantom goal. And then we gifted him an own goal. And all of a sudden, they got two out of nowhere. And I know people yeah. don't – there's no way to measure momentum. But I'm sorry. The momentum was completely on their side. You could tell the Inter Miami players, players were frustrated. And all of a sudden, that resulted into a third goal. And, you know, it was just playing catch-up from there on out. So it, it sucks. So it sucks the way that kind of happened. Do you want to kind of go through it little by little as far as like kind of what we remember throughout the game? And then from there, we can kind of break down our thoughts on certain plays and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's Tommy one time ready to come and grace us live from well, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. He asked for the invite after they had scored the fourth goal. So oh there's gosh. a chance that between the fourth goal and then in the, the fifth. fifth and the final whistle – that he might have gotten so drunk in those last couple goals. Because remember, they only sell they sell yeah. beers for like 30 cents at that stadium. So there's exactly. a chance exactly. that since so then he just can't use his phone anymore and that might not be able to accept the invite. But I sent it to him, and if he joins, he, is, he joins. If he doesn't, he doesn't. We'll go about our business as is. Um, but yeah, we can start with the starting swimming line. He's in, in liquor. Oh, he, swimming he's loving in life liquor. right now. He's loving life. So as far as our starting lineup is concerned, so we started off with Campana at the top, and then we had Farias on the left wing. We had we had Taylor on the right wing. We had Ben Krem, Busquets, and Arroyo playing the midfield, and then Noah Allen playing the left back, Yedlin playing the right back, and then our two center backs were Kamal Miller and then Aviles. Uh, and then, of course, we had Calendar in between the pipes. Were you surprised by anything in that uh, starting lineup? I really, I don't know how I feel about Avila starting. I, I don't think that Kristoff has done so bad to like lose his job. Um, that's one thing that stood out to me. I probably would have, and I wrote down in our notes, I probably would have put Taylor on the left and then Farias on the right. Uh, that's about it, you know. I, and and I, I got a question because this guy, Da Vinci, who who in the world are you? Who in the world oh. are you? You're talking about playing sports? Ha <laughs> ha, dude. You are a trash bag, my friend. Why? Why is he calling to Miami trash? I guess he's calling it. Where's Messi? Messi's in Miami. He's eating <laughs> real shitty looking pizza. So yeah, that's that where he's does at. Really bad. A couple I, things for for the, this loser, money. this loser Davinci that's on that joined the chat. Uh, a couple things. We've played Atlanta three times. We beat them twice. One of those times was when we had our. Well, what, what, I don't even know what to call that roster back when Phil Neville was running the show. Yeah. I'm not sure what exactly he's laughing about. So uh, he can go to bed. He can go to bed. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought that Robert Taylor had a really bad game. I He was basically non-existent. How old is this kid? Three? Come do I, I something. Don't what, I don't know this, this guy. Kid? I don't know what's wrong with this kid, dude. I don't know. Keyboard warrior, dude. Um, All right. Let's not let this so, clown yeah, yeah. derail so, us. So guy. Robert Taylor, I thought he had a poor game. Uh, Farias, I thought played. He was probably the best player. Like I understand Campana because Campana had the two goals, but Farias, yeah. I thought played great. Um, and like I said, let, let, let's get let's get into it because I don't, don't want to run, uh, run over your, your thing. Now I was surprised initially when Jordi Alba didn't start, but I guess it makes sense if if Messi isn't going to play because of the turf. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, no, he just wanted to rest. He just wanted to rest. Yeah, he's been resting for over a week. He could have played twenty minutes if he wanted to. I, I think it was the turf. 
but maybe he did want to rest, whatever. But it, I guess Jordi Alba, he's out here playing on a TAM deal. He's like, I'm not going to play on that turf either. So I, I was surprised that initially that Alba wasn't playing. And I guess we got our answer. Aviles is starting over Kristoff from now on. Ugh, yuck. I don't, I'm not a big fan of that. That That's something I'm not really a fan of, to be perfectly honest. Well, what we said last uh, last one, and I guess I, I said it. Um, I, I'm sorry. I keep getting distracted by this kid. Um, the I, I thought that they were going to come out with five in the back for the simple reason that we knew that Atlanta could take advantage of their speed, right? Or the transition. And, I mean, let's be real. That's where they beat us, right? We had to keep getting back on transition. And we don't have the speed, especially when we have only four out there because, like, our wingbacks always push high up. And then, I mean, I know Dixon Royal was there, so he would stay back and help, I guess, a bit. But for the most part, it was uh, Aviles, Miller, and then Arroyo when he can get back. And that was our defense, and everybody else had to kind of get back on time and try to help out. And I, I, that's why I thought that they would go with five in the back. I don't know if Messi not playing somehow changes that. I know that when they interviewed the Atlanta head coach right before halftime, they said, he said that he thought that they were going to come out with five in the back also. And he was surprised when they came out with four. So that really surprised me. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, I, I guess. And then we knew Campana well, would start over Joseph. Well, and I had a feeling that that was going to happen, that Campana was going to start over Joseph. I thought that they'd probably be able to, to bring him in a little earlier. I thought that they'd bring him in a little earlier, but I guess that that, that wasn't in the plans. Um, but other than the starting five, like, I mean, other than the starting lineup, uh, later on, as the game sort of progressed, I ended up uh, noticing, oh, you shouldn't have done that. You should have just let that guy, uh, let him oh, live. So now there was a nice chance that I saw by Farias in the fourth minute, it was off of a Yedlin dummy, which kind of was cool to see Yedlin. Yedlin's kind of getting saucy now. I'm starting to see that he's putting in a little bit more flavor. I guess maybe taking some advice from Jordi Alba in the way that he plays. So uh, I don't think he's Midland anymore, guys. Is he Midland still, guys? Well, a lot of people were hating on him last game, but I thought that Yedlin had a good game also. Um, I thought overall, the first 20 minutes, I thought we played very well. Right, I, I know but, Atlanta was creating chances, but I, I, I didn't I didn't think Atlanta was overwhelmingly better. I thought it was a, a 50-50 game where we were creating chances and so were they. And um and that's kind of what I expected, right? I felt like it was no midfield. I felt like we were it was like uh uh their final third to our final third, back and forth. Yeah. And I felt like nothing was really happening in the midfield. And and one thing I want to mention, well, and and this is a good comment by by Super Califragic whatever. Uh Today, Farias had three passing options, but he decided to run with the ball between two defenders who were not even close to him. Stupid. Listen, all of you guys that love Farias, let's remember, guys, this guy has like a bronze normal. Uh, he's the one with the bronze. With oh, the, no. I, no, I think he doesn't even have a FIFA card. This guy, uh, I don't know if uh, you guys love him. I'm not a big fan of him. I think that he played terribly. Like everybody's killing <laughs> Ben Krem. What are you and talking ben about? Krem, he had a great game. And then, uh, and then, just just for the record, it's debatable. In the up in the upcoming, uh, in the upcoming FIFA game, yeah. I mean, you want to see course. the the FIFA cards? That's when the game comes out. Let's wait, okay? He comes he's out still in a like days. A, he's still a non-existent account, okay? Right. Uh, an existent card, basically. Uh, and everybody's killing Ben Krem, and Ben Krem. Look, well, he also he didn't, didn't play, play very well. 
he didn't play great, but he didn't play bad. Like he didn't he didn't do things that put us in like very negative positions. Um, I I don't know I don't know I mean after that after that happened, uh, the very next play, uh, the one thing that I noticed that when we were pushing and pressing up against uh, Atlanta's back line, you started to see that they kind of got shook. It was around like the eighth or ninth minute when I kind of picked that up when we were kind of giving them the high press. And uh, and I thought that that's what we were going to ride with the whole game, but I guess that that didn't pan out. This was a weird game because, like I said, I felt like they weren't playing much in the midfield. It was just it was just back and forth, and we can't play games like that because, again, we, we have the disadvantage of, of being so aggressive offensively that we always get caught. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, here we, uh, we always get caught on the counter. And then making his, I'm sure, illustrious here welcome Let's bring on Mother Effin <laughs> Tommy. What's going on, Tommy? Guys! You look! So 99, not 100. Not 100. Yeah. Not 100. Danny no, boy. this is episode 99. Did you sleep through that game? No, I'm wide awake, sir. I am wide awake. No naps. What, what I do want you to do is I want you to walk over to the concession stand and show me the prices of all the foods. That's what I want to see. I don't know. Oh, I'm wasted like... right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's already spent the beer that he was supposed to buy for you. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find another tailgate, a post game <laughs> tailgate. I, I I want. I have a serious question. When Campana scored that that penalty kick in like the 50th minute, were you not just a little bit afraid that things were about to turn? When it got one to nothing, I was uh, I was a little scared. I thought of you immediately. And then I just kept like giving the like internal middle finger. And then and then things got right. Right? Things got right. Yeah, yeah you got, got, got that gifted you got that gifted goal. goal. You got that gifted goal that didn't go over the actual lucky line. Lucky goals. I, I will say they were lucky goals. Well, it definitely changed the momentum though, because those last yes, two did. or three goals you guys got weren't lucky. But the first two were I don't lucky know and what they changed the momentum. Saying, but your lips are beautiful. <laughs> He's definitely wasted. I don't need your AirPods. I just see his face and I see sadness. This is my wife, Tina. <laughs> hey, Tina. I see sadness in your face. Yes, it's definitely not happy over I here. Have to give. There's fireworks going off. Like this is a big fucking Go buy deal. go buy go buy a fake jersey. Tommy, go buy a fake jersey. <laughs> there so there are messy jerseys sold all around the stadium. Like, before we got here, there was a kid that came up to me. He's like, do you want to buy a messy jersey? And I go, no, fuck messy. And he just looked at me in, like, big big eyes. Like, what? Like, you crushed his soul. You crushed his soul. You basically I mean, said, F-, so. F Jesus. I hope so. How was, so. The, how, how was it inside the stadium? Were there a lot of pink jerseys out there? You know, I didn't see many when uh, we left the hotel. To come to the game, I saw like a, a whole family of Messi fans come out. And I was like, oh, there's Messi fans everywhere. And then we got here and I really didn't see that many. Not as much as yeah. I expected. Yeah, we I, thought I we were definitely going to see more. I, I think that a lot of that might have to do with the fact that Messi, once they found out Messi wasn't going to play, they put their Messi jerseys away and they just rocked their Atlanta jerseys. Yeah. Because. Right? I'm sure that a lot of those Atlanta fans wanted to come support Messi just for one game. <laughs> well, you still owe me some money because I told you you weren't going to watch Messi ever. So, 
Well, technically, Messi was injured, and I thought that was our thing. Was like, unless Messi was hurt. I don't know because I sent I I posted the video of the bet, and no point was that said. So. Your eyes said it, Danny. Let's go to the playback. <laughs> Your eyes said he's gonna fake an injury. Nah. Well, well I, I saw I, him I, eating an ugly ass pizza, so for sure yeah. he's not injured. You know, well, so right. uh, Tyler, who co-host scarves and spikes with me called the pizza place prior so when he posted the pizza called the pizza place at that time they had like 500 followers they now have over 4,000 nice after calling he wanted to confirm that it was real so he called the pizza place to confirm that he actually ordered the pizza and he got the confirmation he got the confirmation that Messi ordered the pizza, and somebody came and picked it up for him. That's the investigation work that we need done here in MLS. Hey, I like it. Tommy, be- before we let you go, I just want to read this last comment just, oh, so, just so that way you can feel crushed. So Mike what, B is what, saying – What wish person am I tonight? So Mike <laughs> B is saying that you downgraded from a wish Orlando Bloom to an Alibaba David Cross, the I'm bad not- guy in Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> Okay, I'm, never laughing at me. I'm out. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Go All right, Tommy. Have a good one. Keep you getting wasted out in the ATO. Playoffs if you even make it. No, we're making it. We're making it. <laughs> All right. So I saw uh, Steve Munoz just chimed in with how's that math working now? I'll, I'll break down the math for you a little later in the episode so I can show you we're still making the playoffs. I'm not, I'm not getting off that. I'm telling you. We're making the playoffs. Yeah. All no, right. So We're still going to make the playoffs. This guy is yeah. crazy. We talked to, to Tommy. All right, Chris, so let, let's go down the timeline. Yeah, so after after that, I, I noticed that. And Noah, to fill in the shoes of Jordi Alba, to me, he played well. Um, I, solid defending. Offensive, the, yes, offensively, though, there's obviously a, a drop-off. Yes. Right, a, a drop-off between Jordi Alba and, yeah. and Noah. And then, so basically, after that, I, I noticed that Farias was really trying to, to do as best as he can to create, to be sort of the facilitator. But one thing I did notice is that Farias and, uh, and, and Taylor, they're just not on the same page. They just don't play well off of each other. And there was a couple plays where I noticed that Farias and Taylor just didn't sync well in what they were planning on doing or whatever the structure was. And, and, and Leroy is mentioning that the referee was horrible. That wasn't that great either. Look, can we can we talk about? I know we're gonna skip over. No, no, we can't skip over it. We need to talk about Campana's first goal. Oh no! Well, Com- let's just go right over it. Yeah. Okay. So it started with Arroyo. All Which of a sudden, it's a like Mota's soul took over his body, and he just saw the opening and blasted it. <laughs> A lot better than Mota would do, right? Because Mota would sail it over. I, th- I yeah. thought that was going in. But the way that Campana was composed enough to get that rebound. Yeah. And then Paneca, he basically passed it to himself with his left foot. Yeah. Let it land on the, on the other side of the defender and then blasted it also with his left foot. Like that goal was at, like he earned that extension that he just signed last week. He earned it with yeah. that goal. He basically just said. You 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 got your nine. Like I am the guy that you need here, and I'm here. And that that's what we got used to seeing him, from him last year before he got injured. And I'm glad that that campana is finally back. Now, and English Spanish is chiming in in the chat. How they don't have goal line tech 
that kind of that that's that to me is is wild. And for sure, after today, it's going to be there. If you guys don't, I mean, no, they can't, they can't just there. do it from one day to another. Oh, yes, they are. Yeah, they're going to do it next week. All stadiums, all there's going to be goal line technology everywhere in the bathroom. You're going to see goal line technology. <laughs> it's going to it's going to it. Trust me, they're going to make that happen. It affected a team that Messi plays on. So, yeah, yeah this is true. So uh, they can afford VAR. Yes. I, well, in the deep south, I think they can afford AR anywhere with the amount that MLS is making off of freaking off of the sales and all this other stuff. Uh, and then I, I saw some people on Twitter saying, oh, MLS is so trash because they don't have VAR. Now, chat, correct me if I'm wrong, because I haven't watched over the last year. I wonder if Saudi I'm pretty Arabia sure has back when I was VAR. watching La Liga. They didn't have it either. Now, if they've incorporated it this season, I don't know. Because I haven't watched much European soccer this season. But my understanding is La Liga doesn't have it either. So if you're going to trash MLS, make sure that you trash all those leagues that don't have it. Because my belief, unless, again, like, unless they incorporated it this year, I'm pretty sure La Liga doesn't have it either. Yeah. And so, uh, I, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no I, and they're not talking about VAR. They're talking about goal line technology, Bonnie. It's not, it's not VAR. They're talking about goal line technology. Sorry, did I? If I said VAR, I misspoke. I meant goal line technology. Maybe I said VAR. I don't know. They okay. put two cameras. Uh, Mike V is. Oh no, Sean Callahan's mentioning they put two cameras down the goal line. I mean, just I guess they're just not good enough to be able to kind of catch like the perfect angle. No, and I look. Everybody's saying uh, they're asking about VAR again. I'm not sure who, which of the two of us misspoke, but we meant goal line technology, not VAR. They do have VAR. They do have. VAR. Yeah. So, I mean, that play alone uh, for sure blew everybody out of their socks, right? Uh, incredible, incredible skill by Campana in that situation because he didn't just like – and you could tell, and I don't know if you guys watch, but every time they show sort of like footage from the practice from the practice facility, you always see Campana playing that – what is that? That table tennis, soccer table tennis thing. Mm -hmm. that's, where it, that's where he gets it from. I, I mean, I imagine, right? Off the chest, kicks it right back up with his left and then strikes it with his left. So that that table tennis that he's playing is is definitely paying off for sure. Yeah, that was a def definitely a beautiful goal. Yeah. Now, after that, I, I noticed that Aviles had a foul where I think, I'm not sure if they gave him a yellow card for it or not, um, but he ended up sort of on the 34th minute with something that I noticed that he has a tendency of doing that when the defender comes up and plays up against the, the opposing player trying to receive the ball, he sort of like blows their back out, pause, right? <laughs> and uh, and then he ended up he ended up destroying this guy for the second time in the game. I think he did it like one more time during the game. Aviles has that tendency to play really aggressive when somebody's receiving the pass. Mm -hmm. And I, I, if you're not going to be quick enough to be able to kind of get in good position or at least kind of kick your leg within the other drive the, the other person's leg i don't think that that's a great play to make that's that's asking to be called a foul on it's a little reckless but that's what diego gomez looked like when he first got in here right the first couple of games that he was playing now i know aviles yeah. has played enough where maybe he should be over that but um i'm gonna give aviles some grace he's he's in a tough position because the defense that inter miami plays puts a lot of responsibility on him because he doesn't get a lot of assistance from his center defending midfielders from his wing backs like it's him and Kamal Miller basically just figuring shit out as they go. So I, I try to give Avilis a lot of grace in that aspect. And again, 
uh, I, I don't, I can't criticize Tata because he's forgotten more soccer than I've ever learned. But I did think that coming out with four in the back instead of five in the back, I thought was a mistake because of the wings that Atlanta has. And let's be real, like the majority of their goals, they were working it out wide and then playing the ball in. And they, they were just beating us up the wings constantly. And I think that we needed to be uh, a little more well set in the back line to kind of prepare for those players coming at us. I don't know if you've mathed the math already, but there's a lot of people that are asking, I mean, should we tease this a little bit longer? Like at least let's let us go over the first half. Right. And then we can talk about the playoff chances. Yeah, well, guys. You know what? Let, let, let's go quickly over the game because I don't think too many people want to talk about a loss. Yeah. So I guess let, let, let's, let's run through the, the rest of the well, game and then we'll the, get into this. The next one that I have is, is the fact that we had, um, we had the Miller not at fault for his goal. Well, no, I had written down what what was the but, first goal? Was it the the, so the first goal? goal was 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 that that phantom goal where I forgot the guy's name that kind of like did a back header. It's hit the po- the the post and oh, it v- bounced yeah. right on the line, and then it bounced up and it looked like it might have gone over the line a little bit, and then Drake saved the ball. But in no way did that whole ball pass the, that line. No way did that whole yeah. ball pass the line. But they don't have goal line technology. And because they don't, supposedly it was inconclusive. And because it's inconclusive, they couldn't change it. Now, I would not ever even consider going ahead and badmouthing Kamal Miller for that. Because Kamal Miller has by far saved yeah. us in so many situations. Even to start this game, he was saving us. Because there were a lot of low crosses that he always, always kicks out so i i think it's ridiculous that well look he's right this was his worst performance this season it it is true but he's at least i don't think lucas is saying that he wants miller shipped off everybody's entitled to have a bad game yeah and and it's he had a bad game it is what it is but you know he's had more good than bad especially recently so then later on there was another goal that was scored it was a really actually a very good play by Atlanta where um, Aviles essentially, again, was caught out of position. He was sort of a little bit ahead trying to, you know, gravitating towards more towards to the ball instead of the person he was supposed to be marking. And then we end up getting scored on off of that play. It was a cross where we ended up getting scored on. And it was like almost immediately after that. I mean, it had to be like maybe three, four minutes after that. I'll tell you right now. It was the first goal, that that phantom goal, happened in the 36th minute. And Mm -hmm. then the own goal happened in the 41st minute. So in a span of four to five minutes. And then, again, I don't blame Kamal Miller. That is the play that I've... That Yedlin was getting beat on the right side. Um, Robert Taylor was nowhere to be found back there. Robert Taylor, I thought, if I had to say somebody had a bad game, I'd say Robert Taylor had a horrible game. He was nowhere to be found. And they were just dominating down the wings. Um, I know Robert Taylor's playing right wing, so it's, he's technically not responsible 100% for getting back. But over this right here is a great comment. It, Grunge God, imagine slating off someone over one bad guy, one bad game. You guys need to chill. That's a thousand percent. I know. Imagine people stop stop tuning into our show because we had a horrible episode 98. Because that episode it wasn't was completely, it was, it was it was horrible. It was horrible. It wasn't. But look, bad. they're back for episode ninety nine, so we appreciate you guys. Um, yeah. And then, so 
minute 36, first goal, uh, phantom goal, but change the momentum. Mm-hmm. Players are frustrated. Minute 41, own goal. Again, own goal. <laughs> gifted them a goal. And our players were frustrated at that point and despondent. They lost focus. At that point, Atlanta had all the momentum on their side and things just, the wheels, like you said, just fell off, right? Yeah. So, and I, I really do believe in momentum. And I think, and, but how do you measure momentum? People lose their focus. Yeah. The team on the opposite side of that momentum loses their focus. And that's what happened. We needed to get to halftime as quickly as possible. And we weren't able to get there before they put in that third goal. Once we no. ca- got into halftime and kind of, you know, regrouped, things changed, right, to start that second half. Obviously, yeah. eventually they, they started scoring again, but we started playing a lot better. We If we could have gotten to halftime with that 2-1 lead, things would have looked a lot different, but we just lost focus. Well, I mean, after that, so it was the 44th minute where, where Wiley ended up giving a, an assist over to, to Lennon, and that's where I, I kind of felt like uh, Avila sort of fell asleep on defense. We just couldn't be able to escape the half, just, you know, winning 2-1. We ended Losing. up finishing the half. I, yeah, my bad, losing. So we ended up still losing three one by the time that the half finished. So, and and there's at that point, like you said, it, we, we kind of got deflated. You know, it was a deflated. It was a deflated team at that point. Look, and and it's hard to say, right? Because I don't want to take complete credit away from Atlanta because they have good players. Uh, they like they were talking about how how great their summer transfer window also was, but nobody talks about it because ours was obviously better. Yeah. But um. They, they're a good team, especially offensively. Defensively, they're, they're not good, but offensively, they are a good team. They put up goals. But I thought we were playing well, and I'm telling you, if they don't get that first phantom goal, yeah, this game could look completely different. Completely different. Completely different. Like Maybe they do score enough to, to end up with a draw. Maybe we do tie 2-2. But the way this game ended, and I know it's a lot it's a lot to say, like, oh, they scored five, you know, so how are you going to say that just uh, one phantom goal is going to count? They still scored four more. Or three more, whatever. But I do think that the way mentally that they were playing for the rest of that first half, com- completely out of out of whack. Well, regardless, we lost. It is what it is. Now, starting the second half, there was, of course, the yellow card because we had the handball, right? Campana steps up for the penalty kick. Yeah. And and sinks it in the back of the net. And then your mm-hmm. boy, bald head, uh, Mr. Clean That's goalie. That's my boy. I can, I can never stand that guy. And uh, he ends up thinking that he's uh, a boss or something and holds the ball. And then within the next two, three minutes, it was just brawls everywhere. Everybody wants to get into a fight. Everybody's ready to get down on the ground. I know. I saw I saw Miles Robinson randomly, like Farias fouled, I think, Almada. And Miles yeah. Robinson came all the way from the back line. Yeah. And started running across like he was going to do something to Farias. Like he started acting like he's ready from ATL. Man, you're yeah. from like somewhere in Massachusetts. Relax, my guy. Like he, yeah, he was, he was, he was really mess. bad at that. Get out of here, guy. So it, it was it was it was chippy, but I like it that way. It's, and I hope that there's like a natural rivalry here, like brewing, because that, we've played them three times this year, right? And yes. I, I wouldn't, and and I'd be excited to see them again because, um, you know, when things start to get chippy like that, you kind of want to see that team again. Oh, I, yes. I, I like I like the chippiness. I do, and I like seeing Kapapi and- getting upset. Oh yeah, yeah, but you know what? Campabi's got a little fuse on him. He's got a little fuse on him when he gets he he looks even more handsome when he gets more <laughs> upset, right? I like it. Like that's like it. that's how I feel. Yeah. So 
later on in the game, a couple minutes later, you had Fadi Asahi got a yellow card. I imagine it was for the, the chippiness. Um, and then that's when we kind of see our first substitutions. Uh, Stefanelli and Ruiz come out and Arroyo and Taylor come in. I mean, later on, I mean, if you just want to get to the nitty gritty, we had another goal by Yaki Yaki uh, on the 76th Yaki Yaki, yeah. Yeah, oh wait! Before Jackie we get Jackie. into that, and and I, and I completely now you brought up the Farias yellow card. Uh-huh. Uh, Mayumba, Mayumba was the guy's name. Yes, I thought that okay. he played phenomenal for their team. Yeah, he he did, he did. I yeah. also thought he should have been sent off with a red card. Yes, for sure. Ben Krem had a ball, had the ball. His back was to this guy Mayumba, whatever his name is, and this guy went in, studs up, through his legs to try to get the ball. Yeah. That is as dirty as a tackle as you can possibly do when the guy's back is to you and you go studs up through his legs. I couldn't believe ankle. that he didn't get a red for that. He didn't get a red for that, and then a couple minutes later, he's scoring that phantom goal. Yeah. How terrible so, is that? That that I'm sorry. That, that was dirty. I could not believe that he got just a yellow for that because you cannot go studs up through the back of a player. Benkren didn't even know he was coming. It was literally his back was to him. And he went and studs up behind his legs. That's dangerous. Like, you can't do that. that. And if I don't know if you noticed, but but, but Benkren's foot actually kind of got stuck on the grass. On the turf? Where, yeah, on the don't turf. Where, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to be very specific on the artificial yeah. turf. It ended Which up getting caught worse. there. Mm-hmm. And if he would have turned it or or even, like, pulled it even worse... Uh, for sure, but he would have been gone for the year. That, that was the that year. was a really dirty tackle, and I was really surprised that he didn't get a red because to me that's an obvious tackle. You can't go in studs up behind the player through his legs that yeah. way. And and like I said, to add insult to injury, he ends up scoring like oh is it that was in the 29th minute he scored in the 36th. So six seven minutes later he's scoring a goal after mm-hmm. that. So th- that's add insult to injury. But no. now before I keep kind of bringing up the other goals. Uh, Tank, aka Bruno, is bringing up only ones that saved us tonight are Campana and Farias. Everyone else were failures. Do you agree with that, or is that too generic of a statement to uh, make? I thought that those were the two that played the best, hands down. I thought Farias was the yes. best player on the pitch today, and Campana obviously played a great game. I thought Busquets did okay. I mean, he was kind of manning the midfield, even though the game wasn't played in the midfield that much today. Uh, I thought uh, Busquets did a good job. Arroyo also played pretty well, but I mean, our wing backs or or full backs, I guess, because they really weren't wing backs today. But our full backs didn't have great games, and um, and Robert Taylor I thought was a ghost. So Miller yeah. had his worst game of the season. Calendar, I, I thought Calendar didn't. I mean, Calendar did the best he could. He really didn't have too many opportunities to save a lot of these goals. So. And and I thought that Taylor was a ghost as well. And I kind of figured that would happen when you put him on the right side. Because when you put him on the right, he really is very ghost-like. Um, and and Leruo is bringing up any thoughts on Boosie. I think we're going to get to that because that, that's something that we definitely need to talk about. Um, but uh, one thing I want to mention right here, Barney, we need to get you a job with the MLS. Because this guy's ready to solve all of MLS's problems with all the money that they got. Remove all turf, get better refs integrate goal line tech need all these not even next season barney we need them like five minutes ago that's uh, what we needed and then uh tank said that he should have saved the third goal i don't know man that th- this guy what was it brooks lennon was basically wide open on that shot it's kind of hard to, to stop that 
the way that the ball got crossed in and he hit it yeah. one time, it's kind of hard to stop that goal. But yeah, I mean, I think that uh, Drake has maybe spoiled us where something that is just a usual has to be a goal. He, he gets his hands on a lot. So maybe he spoiled us where we're like he should save that. But I, I wouldn't put a fault too much on that. That was all the defense. So uh, proceeding to cover the rest of the game, right? We had mm-hmm. Jackie Gaki that ended up getting the, the fourth goal for the team on the 76th minute. And, and then after that, we kind of seal the deal here with their final goal in the 89th minute, getting them five goals in total where, I mean, by, by then the teams just, they, they've hung it up, right? Yeah. I mean, they're not, they're not, they're not playing for anything anymore. To be honest, once you got past like the 85th, 86th minute, like just chill out, bro. Just walk away with everybody not injured and get back to Miami and we'll regroup. Honestly, but, you know what, what I, what I felt like, and I, I mean, the game was lost once they had that fourth goal. I personally felt like, okay, this is going to be too tall of a task to catch up now. But yeah. in that 83rd minute, once they subbed in uh, Joseph, I kind of felt like that was the white flag. Because Campana has been probably the best player out on the pitch. And yeah. taking him off for, for uh, um, Joseph was kind of like, a, let's give you your standing ovation. You know, see if you can get something going. But I, yeah. I felt like that was it. Well, and I, I feel like he brought, yeah, I feel like he brought Joseph in a little too late. I feel like he should have brought him in a little bit earlier. Yes, yes, Lucas. Oh, yeah, no, Lucas, the moment that that gets open, I'm getting on that immediately. Mm-hmm. And Ravenk, come on, man, we cannot throw so much shade on Miller. We cannot. We can't do that. Can we do that, Danny? Can we throw more shade he, on he Miller? Did, he did play poorly today, though, even though, even with his bad play, because I think he will even tell you if he gets interviewed after the game, I had a bad game. It's okay. We don't expect him to play great every day. Like, it's impossible as a professional athlete to have a perfect game always. But even then, he was still getting his, his legs out on a lot of low, uh, low crosses. Because remember, Atlanta was playing wide with their wings consistently and then just swinging it in. And Miller was doing a great job stopping a lot of those. There was, um, there was a transition play. I want to say it was Almada. And Avilas, for as bad a game as he had also, I thought that it was a goal because it was basically yeah. Almada and, and Yakigaki. I know it's not his real name. I mean, that's what I call it. Yeah. Yakimakis. And Yakigaki running down the left side. And I felt like he could have found him, but Avilas played hit the, the angle on Almada perfectly where he had to slow down and kind of wait to see who else was running with them. I yeah. thought Avilas had that great play. I'd have to go back and, and tell you exactly when it was. But I can't remember exactly when it happened. But I thought that he had that great play. I thought we had okay moments on defense. But obviously, it's a lot more bad than good. Um, but it, it's one bad game, guys. It was one yeah. bad game against a team that's starting to find its form in Atlanta, in their home. I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not too, I'm not too down on this. I mean, we haven't lost in over two months. Like, I'm, not, I'm not completely down right now. And to be honest, you know, we talked about this week after week. We do have a game or two that we can afford to lose or at of least course. tie. So this isn't the end of the world losing a game against Atlanta on fake grass. Okay, guys? Uh, uh, Camilo, let's come on. Come on. <laughs> everybody in the chat, let's let's put some positive energy in the chat here because everybody's ready to just... Look, just when we said that there were 12 games left after League's Cup ended, right? We said 12 games left. 
And you and I said they have to win eight to nine games, right? Meaning they could lose two to three, right? right? And one draw here or there. Yeah. They've lost one. They could still lose one or two more and still have a chance. Everything's right? like okay, we, Camilo. We can't expect them to win literally every game. This isn't European soccer where Bayern Munich just go ahead and just mollywops everybody. There's some parody in this league. Like, we can't expect to win every single game. Hey, Super, yeah, we feel bad. We're already getting our asses kicked at that point. It's not like Martinez was going to come on and score three, four goals straight. That wasn't going to happen. That wasn't going to happen. No, but Mart- that was the white flag. I thought when when Martinez came in, I thought that was the white flag. That's pretty tough. Du- that's right. pretty tough. Pretty so tough. Uh, let, let's sum it up. How do you feel after this game? I I don't feel bad or good. It's just look, we took a we took a punch to the chin. First loss with Messi. Uh, Atlanta in the gets Messi to hold. Era. Yeah, yeah. In the Messi era, first loss in the Messi era. Atlanta gets to hold that championship title. Right now, that sort of thing is over. Okay, it's time to really brace up. My when we get back, sort of get back on our p's and q's, and I think that everything is going to be fine, guys. It's not the end of the world. I promise you guys. We got a lot of games uh, coming up, and we got a lot of games in hand. So that's something one game that in you hand. Guys gotta, what, oh yes, that's right. It's one game. Yes, we had two before this game, right? Well, I mean, there's still people that play later on today. So I guess technically yeah, yeah. it'll end up being two again. It's still, um, yeah. It'll end up being two. Um, I guess let, let's go back to before the game, right? And then we'll call, come back to talking about the playoffs and whatnot. Yeah. Were you surprised when they announced that Messi didn't make the trip? Because we haven't talked about that yet. Was I surprised that Messi didn't make I don't. I wasn't really surprised about it because... Just for the simple fact that a lot of people were talking about how he got injured in the first game on on international duty, and mm-hmm. then he sat against Bolivia, I believe. At that yeah, point, you're like, the okay. altitude. Well, yeah, I mean that could be that. It could be because of the he's injury. basically playing in heaven at that point. That, that thing's so high up. Yeah, I, I mean at that point, I'm thinking to myself, okay, there's probably a ding or something. He comes back. The very next game is on turf against Atlanta in a game where. Do you kind of want to risk putting your best player, the best player in the world, to play on artificial grass and lose him while you're still trying to climb up in the standings? I think that, I mean, I don't know. The writing was on the wall, Danny. I really wasn't surprised. Uh, I I wasn't either. Uh, I think that I kind of gave in to everybody saying he's going to play, right? Everybody yes, like, well, said he's going to play. Yeah, and then yes. I was like, okay, man, maybe everybody is right. Maybe I'm... I'm being stubborn by saying that he's not going to play. So last yeah. episode, I kind of said, okay, maybe he will play, but he won't play more than 30 minutes. I should have yeah. stuck to my guns because I always thought that it was so difficult to believe that he would have him play on turf. Like, why? Why would he play there? Why would he take even the slightest chance that he's going to get injured? Because you can yeah. get seriously injured. Like, I know everybody says, oh, you can get injured on grass and on turf. But on turf is where you see the most non-contact injuries. Those are the big ones, right? Those ACLs, yeah. those Achilles. So that's what you want to avoid. So I, I never thought it was going to happen. And then I know I was talking to uh, Xavier today on Twitter from Lemon City Live. He joins us all the time. We love Xavier. Shout out follow to him. Xavier. Go ahead. Go ahead. Follow Lemon City and Xavier. But I disagreed with him because he said that it's because he got a knock. I, I disagree 100%. Xavier said that it was because 
Oh, uh, no, during a press conference, Messi said, oh, playing on turf isn't a big deal. No, I remember that press conference. That's not what he said. Yeah. He said, I played on it during my youth days, right, in the academies. Yes. That's when yes. he was a teenager. He's 36 yeah. now. It's a different body. You take care of it in a different way. Yes. And then he said that it wouldn't be a big deal playing on it. Yes, what he did is he left it open, right? He didn't – He first of all, he wasn't going to be like, I'm never playing on turf. He's not going to say that. And – he left it open because there might be a situation in which maybe he does have to play on turf. If we get to the MLS final and it's against Seattle, the Seattle Saunders, well, you know what? Guess what? He's probably going to want to play in that final. He's not going to go back on him saying, I'll never play on turf because all of a sudden he's like, all right, well, fuck it. I got to do it for one game, right? But that's when it's necessary. If it's not necessary, like tonight, tonight we could afford to lose this game. It's not yeah. the end of the world. So he's not going to force it. The only game, like I said, since back in July or June when he announced he was coming, I said the only game he might play on turf is on October 20th in Charlotte because that might be a win and in situation. So he has to play to make the playoffs. But if it's not necessary, you're never going to see that guy on turf. So if you're watching this and you live in New England or in Seattle or any of these other places where they play with turf or Atlanta like Tommy, don't waste big tumble. bucks to watch Messi because you're not going to watch him. He's not going to play in those stadiums. I promise you that. That's not going to happen. And look, and, and the proof is in the pudding. LaRue saw the ticket prices drop just like we did, 40 bucks. He, I, listen, the prices dropped so much that at 11 in the morning, I was thinking about looking at flights, which dropped as well, just to go fly real quick to Atlanta. So... Well, I was like, I think I talked about his last episode that I was looking into tickets to go this weekend, but the flights weren't as cheap as I was hoping. And then when I looked at the actual tickets to the actual game, I was like, F that. Forget like, about it. I'm about to go watch him on Wednesday. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to spend yeah. that much money. Now, if, they, if I would have seen that they were 30, 40 bucks, I might have gone. Uh, lucky, luckily, I didn't because that would have been a rough game to watch, even though I've always wanted to see that stadium. Now, the, yeah, that's, that's one thing I've been wanting to do too. And, and Russ is bringing up a comment right here. We're allowed to lose every now and then, but to allow five goals in one game, I do agree that we just we it was it was really I don't want to say sad and because look it's one game right guys but my wife my wife made a, a comment she goes it feels like I was watching Inter Miami from like pre pre Messi yeah and so like it's like oh that kind of hurt like a punch in the gut you know and uh, but I get it like this was a bad loss. But it's just one loss, and we still have opportunities to get in uh, to the to the playoffs. We got a lot of games, man. Guys, uh, yeah, the sun is shining. So do you want to get into the – let's try to get everybody off the ledge? Yeah, let's let's try to help everybody out. Where's the, what is this guy's name? Uh, Camilo or whatever his name is. <laughs> I'm sorry if I don't remember your name. Everything's okay, buddy. Let's get off All the right, ledge. So he, let's walk away. So, so here we are. All right. Um. We are still in 14th place. We have 28 points, and yeah. um, we have one game in hand. Obviously, a lot more teams play today, but we have that one game in hand. Hypothetically, right? Let's say we play that one game and we win it. All yeah. of a sudden, we're tied with Charlotte. And to be clear, for those of you that don't know, today Charlotte plays against DC United. Mm. Nine plays against 11. So one of those teams is losing, or best case scenario, they draw. But what I wanted to say was if we win that one game in hand, all of a sudden we move straight up to 12th place because the tiebreaker, for those of you that don't know, is amounts of wins. And we have more wins than Charlotte, NYCFC, and the Red Bulls. So all of a sudden we move up to 12th place. 
and we'd be one point behind Charlotte. Now, don't forget, we played Charlotte twice this year, right? So once we mollywop them twice, we'll jump over them. Charlotte isn't an issue. Which and right we now, are, uh-huh. Columbus is actually beating Orlando in the 22nd minute, 1-0. Well, none of those teams matter to us because we can't catch those teams. They're, they're a little too high, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so NYCNC and the Red Bulls already played today with that game at hand. If we win, hypothetically, we jump those two teams. We'll be one point or we'll be tied with Charlotte, but let's say we play them twice, so I'm not really worried about Charlotte, so I'm not even going to worry about Charlotte. So we go straight to Chicago and D.C. United. Those will be the two teams we're chasing. We'd be one point behind Chicago. And then we would be two points behind DC United if they don't win today. And Chicago and Montreal are playing right now as well. We play Chicago. Mm-hmm. So if we were to beat Chicago, guess what? We leapfrog them also. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too concerned. And now then we have DC United. People are acting like the teams in front of us are LAFC, are Columbus, are um, what other teams are there? Uh, uh, Cincinnati, like you're acting like these teams are teams that just are never going to lose. These yeah. teams are going to keep losing. They're not good teams. This is why they are in the ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th place. Inter Miami is the only team down on the bottom of that list that doesn't belong there because you know that with this new roster we have, we're going to win a lot more than we're going to lose. But you can't look at any other team there and be like, yeah, those teams are going to win a bunch of games from here to the end of the season. A lot of those teams are going to lose also. Well, and imagine how crunchy you feel as as a Red Bulls fan and as NYCFC fan and Charlotte fan where you're talking down to Inter-Miami. And here you are. You're like a handful of points away from being worse. And, and that, we also play NYCFC. So we play Toronto coming up. I would hope we can beat them. I mean, I think we could rest everybody and we could still beat them. So we could probably be Toronto on Wednesday. We're playing them at home. Then we play NYCFC. Oh, no, I'm sorry. We play Orlando, which, again, I've been saying that. I, I, I don't see us winning that game. I really hope I'm wrong. But I think that's the last game we can lose. But hopefully we win. But whatever. Orlando, we've got Orlando. But after Orlando, we play NYCFC. They're not home. good. At home. We have Charlotte twice. We have Chicago. Like, Come on, people. Like again, Cincinnati, who we we're, we're not chasing teams that are gonna keep winning. We're chasing teams that are bad. Yeah. If you look at the teams from DC United on down to Toronto, and you tell me out of those teams, who do you think is gonna win the most games out of those six teams from here to the end of the season? I put my money on Inter Miami. Inter Miami is probably gonna win more games than all of those teams. And all we need to do is probably win one or two more games than the rest of them. No, it's uh, Cincy, yes. Yeah. Nice. Look, I think uh, Cincy and Orlando are the two hardest games we have left. For um, sorry, for those of you listening on audio, somebody just mentioned Cincy. Those are the two hardest games we have left in the schedule, and I think we win at least one of those. I really do, but I, I don't well, think I, we win both. I think that we're gonna win Cincy. I think that Cincy's more in the bag than Orlando. I think that you're kind of really throwing shade at this Orlando game, like we're, that we're gonna take this L, like. You know but that because, everybody in this US chat is going to make you pay for those comments, right? Look, I hope I'm wrong. But we have the U.S. Open Cup three days later. If you had to prioritize one of those two games, who would you prioritize? Hmm. You got to prioritize pro- the trophy, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's the second trophy of the year. And uh, exactly. this isn't really like a game. This isn't really a season where we have to win the MLS Cup. I mean, if we win it, would, would it be great? Yeah. But 
is this a season where it's like MLS Cup or or bust? I don't think so. I I agree. And we we were talking right after we got Messi. And I said, I think we'll make the playoffs. I never said we were going to win the MLS Cup, even though I think there's a chance once you get into the tournament. Once you get into the dance, anything can happen. But yeah. I always said we're going to get into the Cup. But we said, worst case scenario, our goal was to just make the international, uh, the, the Champions League next yeah. year or Champions Cup, whatever they call it now. That was the goal, right? If we don't win yes. any trophy, at least we get that. And we got that as soon as we made the final to the League's Cup. Once we made the League's Cup final, that's it. I felt like our season was a success because we got at least that. We're going to play international games next year. But we didn't just do that. We won the cup, okay? Mm -hmm. So we won the cup, and now we made it to the final of the U.S. Open Cup. If we can get two trophies and we already play in the Champions Cup next year, this is a win-win. Like We're playing with house money at this point. And and for for those of you that are mentioning in the chat that the MLS Cup is is desirable – or desired and and i mean look obviously if you win the mls cup that would be great that'd be beautiful but we just won the league's cup and if we walk away with the u.s open cup and we don't win the mls cup we're talking about playing half a season with messi where he's just starting to gel with this team i mean it cannot be mls cup or bust i think that that's a little drastic well the mls cup is more desired but I think everybody yeah. kind of felt, look, how many people laughed at me about me saying that they're going to make the playoffs? There's still a lot of people saying that we're not going to make the playoffs. So <laughs> nobody's saying MLS Cup or bus because people don't even think we're going to make the playoffs. That's I still think we're make the and his mob. Uh, <laughs> I still think we're going to make the playoffs. But um, I, I, I wouldn't say that it's, it's, a, it's a lost season if we don't win it all. And if we don't make the playoffs, you know, so be it. I still think that we... My frustration, I remember when I first started saying we we're going to make the playoffs, was that everybody's yeah. saying that there's no chance. I was like, how are you going to say that there's no chance? Like, even if we don't make it, we're going to make it interesting all the way to the end. So to oh, say that sure. there's no chance is kind of stupid. Well, and Danny and, and everybody's asking, what's, like somebody asked in the chat, what's the difference between the eighth and the ninth seed here um, in the standings? So we have 28 points and the ninth seed, DC United, has 35. So that's a seven-point different, uh, difference. And we have one, two, three, so four. Uh, hold on. DC, DC United, United has 34. 34. I just saw. And we have 28. It's a six point difference. Now, the reason you see 35 is because they might be draw right now. They might be playing right now. And it's oh, a live that's right. That's right. Because it's, it's live a draw. standings. Yes, it's live. So it's 34. Yes. So, so, it's, so it's a six point difference. And if the game ends right now with them drawing with Charlotte, which is what we hope for. It would be 35, which would go up to a seven-point difference, and then Charlotte would be at 32. But again, with a game in a hand, and then the fifth seven games uh, left, 35, seven games left. If you, if I tell you, let, let, let's look up because we're, we're gonna we're gonna uh, close this down soon, right? Because we basically yeah. covered everything. But let me look at DC United's schedule real quick, so we can see what they're looking like right now. So DC United has right now they're playing against Charlotte, which they're hopefully it ends in a draw. Then on Wednesday, they play against Atlanta, which just dropped five on us. So I feel pretty good about DC United losing that game. Then they play against the Red Bulls. Again, they're playing against a bad team. Maybe they win that game. Then they have Vancouver. Then they play against Austin and NYCFC. Actually, they play pretty bad teams from here to the end. So, well, I'll tell you who, I'll tell you who Montreal is playing. 
So Montreal plays Cincinnati. Okay. Then they're gonna then they're gonna play against Atlanta. Then after that they have Orlando, the oh, okay. Houston Dynamo, Portland, and Columbus. So so they're, they, uh, they I'm, can. I'm glad you brought that up. Be destroyed. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up. That that's great that you brought that up because from what you just said and from seeing what I just saw from DC United schedule, it looks like we probably have a better chance of catching up to Montreal. DC United moving up to eighth and catching Montreal for that ninth seed. That could be but, possible, yes. But regardless, when you look at this from 8 to 15, all those teams, those aren't good teams. They can lose those, a lot of those oh, games. Yeah. And yeah. us with Messi and company, as they like to call them, they can win a lot of the games we have left. So I'm not ruling out the playoffs at all. I still think that we get there, even with this loss. And even if we lose one more, we'll still get there. So I'm still pretty confident that we'll make the playoffs. Oh, most definitely. But, I, but I think the, let's hope I we think just the get, least, in the wall. Hopefully we can just get the U.S. Open Cup. That's what I really want at this point. Yes, I know everybody's going to laugh because I'm saying that. But it's a trophy, and we're already in the final, so might as well win it, right? All of a sudden, you can say that you won two trophies. Yes. All right. Um, anything and else? Montreal, anything else and Montreal. and Danny, I'll, since you're asking for my last comments, Montreal, yes. Might as well hang it up now. You're welcome for Lasseter and Bryce Duke. And uh, just just call it a wrap, okay, guys? Just fall down to like tenth or eleventh place. Let us step in and and take that ninth seed. No need to take the rest of the season any uh any uh, any any more serious. <laughs> All right, um, Richard Greenberg, Richard Bre- Greenberg getting that bag, putting up down a big bet on Atlanta to win today. So congrats to that, I guess. And uh, Richard Greenberg does that. Do, does Toronto have any chance of beating us on Wednesday? Uh, I guess yes. I'll, ask, I'll ask Richard Greenberg. Richard Green. So for, we want some correspondence from Toronto for the Toronto uh, for the Toronto episode that we're going to have the hundredth episode that we're going to have this week, guys. So Richard Greenberg, just tell us yes or no. Do you guys have an opportunity to be able to beat us in the next game? And and quickly. Richard Greenberg is mentioning they will play for a tie. That would be the smart thing to do, Richard, for That's sure. That's what Nashville did. Yes, that is what and but they and they succeeded. Yeah. Well, I I think that we should be able to win that game and um we'll see. I again, I, I feel good. We lost. Haven't felt this in 2 months, but even so, I still don't feel bad. I still think we make the playoffs. Messi didn't play, which is what I ultimately wanted and um and we move on. And by the way, all of you guys that are in the chat, thank you guys for chiming in. And please put that thumb to work. Like, subscribe. When you get on the Apple stuff and the Spotify stuff, put five stars, especially on the last episode, okay? Please tell Danny that last episode was pretty good. But five stars, all that good stuff, okay? Uh, All right. And if you are listening on audio, thank you for listening all the way to the end. Please hit us five stars comment review share all that other good stuff we appreciate you guys that joined us live right after the game again if you are feeling down about it please don't i really hope that i might have changed that a little bit with a little uh playoff math because we're still in it obviously we're going to we're going to make the playoffs people we're going to make the playoffs keep saying it and i'm going to keep saying it i'm going to keep saying it. we're going to make the playoffs and uh everything is right in the world um and i guess with that uh well you know i don't know how i feel about that richard greenberg but with ed yes thank you thank you episode 98 did suck 
All right. Thank you guys for joining us. And on Monday, join us. We'll be joined by uh, a special guest for episode number 100. And we're going to have some T-shirt giveaways. So go ahead, check out batterfans.com so that you guys can choose which shirts it is that you guys want to win at the website. And we're going to be raffling some off on Monday night. So until the next one, have a good one.